All right. Uh, do we introduce ourselves every time? Yeah, I think we have to. <laughs> hey, I'm Nancy. And I'm Tam. Hey, Tam. Hi. Uh, yeah, so since our last... I'm doing a podcast voice now. Shit. Um, but since the last time, since last week, we've named our podcast... <laughs> what, Japes? What, Japes? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a genius name because you can have fun with it, because you could put like a comma in the middle, be what? like, what... Japes? Or like, what Japes? Or like, what Japes? Just, yeah. Full stop at the end. Um, right, so I'm going to go first, because Nancy went first last time. Uh, I have an update on armadillos and leprosy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Uh, so I've done some research on how this works. Um... <laughs> It's the nine-banded armadillo, which is the most common one that contains the most leprosy. Um, 60, 62% of armadillos in Brazil uh, have leprosy, and um, 20% of armadillos in the Gulf, uh, so Texas and Florida in that area, have leprosy. Um, <laughs> so yeah so I looked up a bit about leprosy it's also called Hansen's disease it's a form of bacteria um, so leprosy gives you skin lesion and nerve damage and the symptoms take um, three to seven years to fully develop after infection now there are drugs to treat and cure leprosy um, oh my god yeah so it does affect them so they also get skin lesions and nerve damage um, humans originally had the leprosy and we gave it to the armadillos. Oh. Um, and the armadillos actually, cause they're a mammal that can have leprosy, help scientists develop treatments and cures for leprosy. So they were quite helpful to us to figure out how to get rid of leprosy. Um, and like, so, uh, scientists realized that leprosy was a problem in the armadillo population because of the like dead bodies they found with obvious nerve damage and like pock marks and stuff. Um, <laughs> so humans, so what they're not sure of is how the armadillos got the leprosy from the humans. Um, one of the theories is that like it somehow got into the soil and the armadillos, no, you're making that face for a reason. And the armadillos while digging got the leprosy. Here's how it happened though. Everyone's overlooking the obvious way Yeah. that the armadillos got the leprosy from the humans. Which is some humans fuck some armadillos. Yeah, some sexy time. <laughs> it's like, how? It must be from soil. No. That's the obvious solution. Yeah, yeah. humans fucking armadillos is what, is, is and what I'm going to guess. So what's happened is some weird man had sex with an armadillo and yeah. now all the armadillos are just like plagued with leprosy because yeah. of that one dude who yeah. abused an animal yeah <laughs> and now all the like 62 percent of the brazilian armadillos are all lepers yeah like that's a sad that's a sad Damn it, tale. Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um what i thought was interesting so the armadillos kind of are naturally indigenous to brazil um but the armadillos that live in, like, last week I talked about the armadillo that was shot in Georgia. But there, um, there's a high population. The ones in Texas come from um, Brazil and Mexico. Um, and so they're kind of, were naturally there. Mm. Um, 
But the ones on the east, I don't know how good your geography is. Mine is terrible. I've spent a lot of time looking at armadillo-based maps. Um, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's like Brazil, Mexico, and then Texas kind of forms like a land yeah. mass. That makes sense. But then you have Florida way the fuck over on yeah. the east. And then, like, the ones in Georgia come up from there. Um, but what happened was, in the 40s, there were some armadillos that were captive in central Florida, and they escaped. So eventually, in the late 1940s, they escaped. And by the 1970s, so Texas is over here on the, on the west. Not all the way west, but more west. And then, over time, the armadillos that were in Florida and Georgia and over there... Um, merged with the Texan population by the late by the early 1970s. Right. So they now touch. So those populations are How there. many how many armadillos did they have captive in this place? I don't I don't know about like hundreds. I mean, I can, <laughs> I'll have to look at like what were they doing? The great armadillo escape of the yeah. 1947. But um, why is that children's film not been made? Yet? <laughs> like the secret of a bunch of but... lepers escaping. <laughs> Got tiny cloths on their <laughs> heads. Um, oh gosh! I love my notes for this because it's from humans. Not sure how digging question mark all caps fucking yeah um, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I also learned some interesting things about um, how the nine banded armadillo is the state mammal of Texas. Because we love to have like a state bird and a state flower yeah, and stuff. But they apparently have not all states have a state mammal. Some states have like a state mammal, like a state land mammal, a state like marine animal, wow. like a, a state domesticated animal. Um, but yeah, it's just made up, just like our American holidays of like it's National fucking White Chocolate Chip Cookie Day or whatever. <laughs> it's National Kick a Stool Day. I guess that's quite nice that. Texas, it was Texas, yeah. that, that Texas was like, we're going to adopt the really ill <laughs> armadillo to be our state animal. The twitching, like, yeah, you know. jumping in the cars like, animal. Oh, buddy. That's but nice. they also have the longhorn, which makes sense, because like it's a, like a cow with really long Oh, horns. okay, right. Because that's, you know, the long, like, people, I've heard of that more than I have of the armadillo. I've heard of armadillos, but longhorns being associated with Texas is more common, I feel like. And also, the Mexican free-tailed bat, which is quite cute. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. Hang on, what, that's a Texas one? Yeah, they've got three oh, mammals. Wow. <laughs> They're just, they just love a mammal. <laughs> <laughs> so those are their official state mammals, is the armadillo, the longhorn, and the Mexican free-tailed bat. I'm from Pennsylvania, um... Our state mammal is the white-tailed deer, which Aww. is very boring because we just have a shit ton of them. They're not very, to me. They're not very exciting. I mean, it's cool to see them in person. It sounds like quite an elegant one. They yeah, it is elegant. Their like tails are really like long and they go up, and so it's pretty cool when you see them like leap about with their yeah tails. But they do fuck up your car. So yeah. I think the requirement for being a state mammal is to to fuck up a car. <laughs> <laughs> to Which... be killed in some way. <laughs> <laughs> what overpopulated uh, furry animal is going to fuck up our cars today? Um, we also have, Pennsylvanians also have a state dog, which is the Great Dane. Oh, really? Apparently so. That's a good one. Says Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> Florida, the state I'll be talking about the most... Their uh, state mammal is the Florida panther, which is a subspecies of puma or cougar. Me. 
gave it to you. Yeah, I didn't. It's know. like I guess I didn't find. I couldn't find how. I mean, I didn't. I was in a bit of a wiki wormhole at this point. Yeah. I didn't bother to uh, find out how the Florida Panther varies from uh, just a standard cougar. I didn't know that they had panthers in America. Is that really stupid? No, it's not stupid. I don't know. My geography is appalling as well. No, we have, um, like, my high school mascot was a bobcat, which is, they're a wildcat. They're quite small. Yeah. And they have, like, a short tail, a bobtail, so that's why they're called a bobcat. So we have, like, large cats, but not really in populated areas. Well, I've heard of bobcats because, like, when you see those, those like, American films set in high schools, like, mm. the cheerleaders are always called bobcats. <laughs> or, like, the, the football team the or whatever. Cats. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, bobcats. So I'm aware of that. But... Yeah. In our football games, they would always play this like bobcat sound, but it would it sounded really really like, like over the loudspeaker, or whatever. Like, brr, scored a touchdown, and we go, rawr, rawr. really? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so imagine if like we did that in the UK, if it was just like a sheep or <laughs> or a cow, moo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, state animals. I think I, I like. My my home state of Hampshire, I don't know, I think the state animal would be, like, just a pigeon. <laughs> or, like, a rat. <laughs> Which, I mean, really, that could apply to the whole of the UK, <laughs> not just Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> a slow worm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> or, like, a run-over badger. <laughs> oh, dead hedgehog. Yeah, yeah exactly. It would make your sports games much more interesting, like, the... Fighting slow worms. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely stolen that bit from my favorite murder. But um, right. So yeah. So on to the main bit. Oh uh, yeah, I was so busy enjoying that armadillo. Update. Yeah, I just thought armadillo update would be good. Yeah. I'll have more. No, always... Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I mean, I know our listener is <laughs> really uh, <laughs> your dad. He'll be very grateful for this armadillo update. Yeah, honestly, that was that was um, that was all he took <laughs> from from the last one. People love animal facts, yeah. so yeah. I just I'm trying to give the people what they want. I think also he was like, I trust this American mm. person to tell yeah. me about armadillos. Yeah, I've not never my, met one. Not in my, my dingbat daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so for the main bit, like I said uh, last time, I'll be primarily telling really trashy stories from Florida. Um, and I, uh, my runner-up story, I didn't do because it, it was too short, mm-hmm. uh, is um, drunk Florida man tries to use taco as ID. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm not telling that story today, but um, I really enjoyed that. You so, just told it. I did, yeah, I just, that's the reason why, because I've just told it. So, yeah, so, this, so there was a drunk man passed out in a parking lot, and he was, uh, he had his, like, fell asleep with his foot on the gas pedal. Oh. I don't know if the car was moving around, um, <laughs> oh, but he was passed out, and he was woken up by a police officer and asked for his ID, and he reached into his bag and presented a taco. When the officer said, that's not your ID, that's a taco, he chuckled and began to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) See ye! And that's the end of that story. (laughs) Because drunk Florida man does anything. Um, Right. Yeah, there's so much in that story. Like, this dude falling asleep in his car, like, with his foot on the gas. Yeah. Because that's quite hard to do, to fall asleep with your foot. Yeah, like, pressed down. (laughs) Yeah, so you would think. But yeah, it was like his fourth food run of the night, and... 
Wow. Yeah, just really going for it. Yeah, he was having a wild time. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, so my main story, um, again, titles are uh, just giving the whole bag away. Okay. Because news items. So, in Winter Haven, Florida, in May of 2018, we've got two characters here. Um, we've got John Robert Carr, who's 48 years old, and Crystal Lee Anderson, who's 39. <laughs> I've put in brackets, rough. <laughs> it's a rough 39. <laughs> also, Crystal's name is spelled K-R-Y-S-T-L. Aww, that's, that was a gift her parents gave her. <laughs> It looks like thistle every time I read it. I thistle. Just, yeah. Um, thistle would be a nice name. So before before the, the headline, there's a little bit of a backstory. Um, in two, the, the, the main story takes place in 2018, um, where US Marshals uh, were going to arrest her because um, she, uh, what's the thing, she was a fugitive. She failed to appear at her... Um, at her hearing in court, so she was then a fugitive. So she, what she was a fugitive for, um, Emma's home, so the dog is barking, um, is that in 2015, she went to a Burger King to threaten her brother. I don't know why, but she needed to go yell at her brother in a Burger King. Well, he worked in a Burger King. He was just visiting a Burger King. Oh, right. Yes, oh. he was trying to get himself a Whopper. <laughs> she, presu- we've, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> just trying to get our fucking fries. <laughs> uh, so she wanted to confront him. Um, she showed up to the Burger King. She had a gun with her. Oh. She began to threaten her brother with the gun. She also, when the people who worked there were like, Hey, lady calm down they called the police and in the interim were like lady you need to calm down uh she then threatened the staff and wouldn't let them leave and she had a gun um and then the police arrived and the police told her to drop her weapon she did not and then she pointed the gun at them so they shot her they found out afterwards that the gun was in fact a bb gun oh which is not fatal it just fucking hurts um i can't imagine a situation in which a bb gun would be fatal um, but they didn't realise, I guess, Meh. who knows, guns are fucking nuts in my country. Um, but anyway, they shot her in both of her legs. Uh, sorry, no! Um, and, uh, sorry, someone's trying to come in the room. Um, so they shot her in both of her legs, and, um, as a result of her injuries, she had both of her legs removed. Oh. Yes. I mean... What, what, why did she want to confront her brother? Was I, it worth it? I don't know. I don't... I mean, I'm, I, I could try. It was hard enough to get as much information as I did on yeah, this one. Because yeah. um, everything was just like... Because the story is so ridiculous. Everything was just like... I mean... About the, the main story, like when she was um, uh, a fugitive. So, like, trying to... I tried to, like, look up the... I don't know how to find police records yet. I need to look more into that. But I was trying to find out more about this Burger King story when she lost her legs. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's... Burger King story where she lost her legs. Both legs. Like... <laughs> yeah. Lost my legs in a Burger King shootout. I mean, I bet those those people in Burger King were like, I do not get paid enough for this yeah, shit. Yeah, no. Like... I certainly do not get paid enough <laughs> for this shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to give this man a whopper. <laughs> yeah, his sister turns up with a gun and, oh. Yeah. Um, right, so she was meant to, lost both her legs, she was meant to appear in court 
for this situation in the Burger King, she was charged with armed kidnapping because she wouldn't allow the staff to leave. Yeah. Um, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon on a police officer because they had to assume it was an actual gun. Um, just plain old regular aggravated assault because she was brandishing a gun at her brother and the uh, Burger King staff. Oh, jeez. And false imprisonment because she wouldn't let the people in the Burger King leave. Um, as well. As, uh, in addition to armed kidnapping. I guess those are separate things. Uh, don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Um, right. So she was charged with these things. She failed to, she was obviously arrested at the time, but then like released and meant to go to court for this situation. Um, so she failed to show up in court. Uh, so a task force from the U.S. Marshals, um, the fugitive task force, were then sent to go get her. Um, several years later, she had lots and lots of, all of the charges I've seen, uh, for her, they're all just failure to appear in court. So I guess this bitch never goes to court. She just, like, commits all these crimes and then She is, like, ballsy, like, well. And with no legs. (laughs) No, no legs. Um, right, so, (laughs) the task force went to go find her, realized she was staying with her boyfriend, um, uh, John Carr. Oh, right. So they went to John Carr's house. And John Carr enters the door, and he's like, yeah, she's not here. But before going to the door, because they had several officers from the local sheriff's department, as well as the task force, one of the officers saw John Carr, and here's here's the best... <laughs> here's where it is, <laughs> right here. Put her in a large plastic tote. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Because she was four feet tall, because she didn't have any legs. So we put her in like a, a storage tote and put some wigs atop her. What? And yeah, so big plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Popped her in there. But uh, no, I'm just like, why would you put wigs over? Because then it beca- looks even more like there's a human being in there. You should put, oh, like, that's a fair point. You should put like loads of like potatoes all over <laughs> And then it's like, oh, I've just got this huge bag of potatoes. I've got my potato tote. Yeah. Here in the I room. Mean, again, these people just they aren't just, smart enough. They just didn't think it through. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, that's I mean, <laughs> the whole point is to make fun of this. Um, <laughs> shut up, Nancy. I'm trying to talk about wigs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just threw some wigs on her, uh, as well as being in the tote. Popped the lid on. So fortunately, an officer outside saw him do this, and when he answered the door and said, "Oh, sorry, she's not here," um, they're like, "No, nah, you popped her in a tote, mate," and yeah. <laughs> came on in. Um, and he was like, no, this is just my collection of wigs. This <laughs> is my very large collection of wigs. Um, according to Fox News, which is not a reputable news source, news source and uh, is full of uh, piles of human garbage, she, when being arrested, screamed, don't shoot, I've been shot 36 times. Oh. Apparently in her life. The officer on Fox News, it seems like a bit of a dick, was very like, I'm sure it hasn't been that many times. I'm not sure it hasn't been that many well, times. no, she's like... She got her legs shot off. Yeah, and she's, like, doing all this shit and, like, yeah. not not bothering. Like, she obviously... She don't, she don't care. Yeah. She she has no fucks to give, our crystal. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she was in the tote under the wigs, put there by her boyfriend. Um, yeah, so they popped her out uh, and arrested her. Carr, um, her boyfriend, was also arrested for um, resisting arrest. Um, well, help, trying to help her resist. Putting his girlfriend in a bag. <laughs> Putting his girlfriend <laughs> in a bag. Yeah, and that is the beginning end of um, 
man puts legless, uh, what is it? Florida man hides legless fugitive girlfriend in plastic tote. Wow. <laughs> the wow. end. That's a, that's a modern love story, isn't it? <laughs> if you're not willing to put my legless body in a plastic tote, then you don't love me. Well, yeah, I just want to know how they met. And, like, how did she kind of work him up into... Like, I suppose you think, okay, I'm going to go out with this lady who doesn't have any legs. Yeah. But then there's a far step between that and then I'm going to hide this this lady in a plastic bag because she's on the run there's from a the box, police. There's a box, like a plastic box. Oh, right. Yeah. Tote is like a... Oh, yeah, because you people say tote yeah, bag. Yeah, tote bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's thinking like a... of those big plastic, like, no, supermarket like a, um, bags. Like a... Like a... Yeah. Storage box. Thing. Yeah, like a storage box. A big plastic storage box. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. That makes all the difference. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Now thing. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wish I could be the officer who stood outside the window yeah. watching this man do this. Yeah. Just placing a torso inside of a big plastic box. And then just... I imagine for some reason they'd be like fluorescent wigs, like not very good ones. Why did he have all these wigs? I don't know. No. I mean, that's another element. Why, why so many wigs? Were they her wigs? Were they his wigs? Whose wigs were these? <laughs> Maybe they worked as clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Moonlighting. <laughs> Based on the pictures of both of them, I assume they met because meth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's yeah. fair point. Yeah. Oh. Well, I... Oh. Well, that was a wild ride. <laughs> You're Thank welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right, so... I'm opening my book now. You are indeed. So I'm my story today, or my collection of stories, Ooh. is I'm going to tell you about a haunted village. Oh, you did ask me about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wanted to make sure ghosts were okay because I have discovered that some people have really strong feelings about ghosts <laughs> and like the afterworld <laughs> and stuff, and and like a, what I thought was a jokey conversation has quite quickly descended into people telling me they can communicate with ghosts, and then it's all got a bit like okay, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna really, back away. Slowly. I'm not quite sure what what sort of realm. We're in now. So. <laughs> so yeah, so since then I've just been a bit like, oh maybe like Tam like communicates with the dead or something and I shouldn't joke about this. My dad had very strict rules about Ouija boards, so they was not allowed in the house because he worked with a witch. Oh <laughs> Well, it's good your dad isn't here. Yeah. Good job Stevie J's not here because he would be fucking fuming. No no So he he worked at a nursing home and one of the staff members was a witch, according to my dad. I don't know how he defined this. <laughs> and she, in somehow, in some way, fucked with a Ouija board and had knives flying around her house. So really? I was not allowed a Ouija board. Oh my god. Yeah. I just want to, I want your dad to turn up and tell us all about it. <laughs> I'll have to ask him about it. Do. Yeah, I I'll, call, I'll call you from America and have him tell you the story of the witch he used to work with. So I want to know if she self-identified as a witch or yeah, whether that was I just do. your dad later. Yeah. <laughs> I was a child, so I just accepted it at face value. It was just like, oh man, I really want a Ouija board, because I'd seen the craft, so I was quite interested. Yeah. But anyway, carry on. Um, Okay. So yes, I'm going to tell you about the haunted village of Pluckley. Ooh. Where's Pluckley? So Pluckley is in the county of Kent, Mm -hmm. so not far from here, near Ashford, which is like just a big town. Yeah. Um, According to the 2011, like... um, thing where census yeah uh it's got a population of 1069 people so it's real small yep. it's like a proper little village um but 
who knows what the true population is, including ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> so, one th- over a thousand living <laughs> But, who knows? Right. Who um, just to give you a bit of historical background, there are references to Pluckley, like the, the little village, mm. in the Doomsday Book, which mm-hmm. was like this survey done by William the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. The parish church dates to the 13th and 14th centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, bizarrely, right, so there's this manor house in Pluckley mm-hmm. that was owned that was owned by Lord Derring. And in there, right, there are two funny things about Lord Derring. So in his manor house, the earliest Shakespearean manuscript text was found. So like the earliest copy of a Shakespearean play. Shit. Yeah, that's where it was found, like, in his house. I don't know who found it. But then a funny story about Lord Derring (laughs) that I discovered while looking at all of this was um, during the Civil War, Lord Derring escaped capture from Cromwell's forces, so this is the English Civil War, when he dived headfirst through a window, right? So Mm -hmm. he did that and he, like, saved his own life by, like, diving headfirst through a window. Later on, when he was, like, doing up his manor in Pluckley, Mm -hmm. he commemorated this um, great event by having all his windows built in the same style as the window that he (laughs) dived through. (laughs) So that's not a useful little tidbit for you. I don't know why. Yeah, that's good. Um, (laughs) Windows saved my life. (laughs) I don't know if they were just all smashed, like all the windows he had. I love a round hat. <laughs> so, so yeah, so basically this village is super old, you know, so the church and this manor house and whatever, like, it's been there for, like, yonks and yonks and yonks. Yep. This village of Pluckley, it has been recorded in that amazing um, thing called the Guinness World Book of Records mm. as the most haunted village in Britain. <laughs> Don't know how tense that competition was. <laughs> or even how they verified that. Like, oh, have dear. they discovered, like, how to record ghosts at the Guinness World Book of Records? But anyway. um, and <laughs> loads of ghost programmes have been there. So, like, Most Haunted. Mm. I can't remember what the other ones are called. Haunted but, like, Derek and Cora's been there. Ghost like, Bizarre. Ghost ghost lovers <laughs> <laughs> but also it's also uh, <coughs> the darling buds of may was filmed there do you know the darling buds of may no no it's this i've never seen it but it's this weird old english program that was like i don't know if it was in the 19 probably the 1980s and it i think it's just all these people who like live in a village and like c- like go out with each other and like farm and like <laughs> have an affair and then do some more farming and then go to the pub or whatever. <laughs> but, like, Catherine Zeta-Jones, that was her big break. Oh. So Catherine Zeta-Jones, Hollywood superstar, <laughs> has been to Pluckley. Uh, I couldn't find any records as to whether she's seen any of the ghosts that we've been <laughs> But probably. Prop- I mean, it sounds like you can't move from seeing a fucking well, ghost in Pluckley, yeah. so... Um, <laughs> And the last bit of context I'll give you is every Halloween, there are loads of um, police in Pluckley. Like, there's a heavy police presence mm. because of all the ghost hunters that turn up. So, what I just... They, what do they get up to? Well, that's what I like to imagine. Like, <laughs> they're just, like, running rampage. They're just like, fighting because their little, like, radar sticks are... Well, I don't know. I, I like to think that if I if I was a thief, I would just go there being like, I'm a ghost hunter, and then just go and like break into loads of stuff. Yeah. But maybe that's just me. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you about some of the ghosts. Okay, good. So 
There are conf- I found um, conflicting accounts of how many ghosts <laughs> there are in Pluckley. Like some places were saying fifteen, some were saying twelve, some were saying twenty. Mm-hmm. I've gone through and picked out some choice yes. favorites yes. ghosts, best ghosts. So I'm going to refer to this article because I bet some of the ghosts are fucking boring. Like, yeah, no, sit there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and like, and I have to admit. Part of what's really funny about this is like how these articles describe them. Um, so, oh, right. by the way, from last week, mm. did you you still need to bring in some quotes from Chris, the CIA agent? Yes, I do. Yeah, so you got to do that for next week. I will. Okay, thank I you. promise. Sorry, I've no, 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 fucked up your groove. Okay, so first ghost story of Pluckley. Yes, is go. the Highwayman. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read now, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. At Fright Corner. <laughs> yes. An unknown highwayman was killed with a sword after a fight broke out between him and lawmen. Is a highwayman like a, a robber, like a street robber? I think so. I think a highwayman, as I understand it, is like you'd be going along in your horse and carriage in the olden times. Yeah. And then a highwayman would be like, like jump out yeah. in front and like hold the carriage up. Yeah. And be like, give me all your like jewels and, <laughs> and butter or whatever. <laughs> And purple, because <laughs> purple was like expensive. Exactly. Yeah, that's why it's a royal color. So, um, <laughs> and the purple. Um, so an unknown yeah. highwayman at Fright Corner yeah. was killed with a sword after a fight broke out between him and lawmen mm-hmm. who pinned him to an oak tree. Mm-hmm. Legend has it that a ghostly reenactment of the de- deadly battle is played out on the spot of the murder. So, I mean, really, I picked this one out because it's like, why did they go to Fright Corner? Yeah. Like, if it's called Fright Corner, don't go there, because, like, only bad shit's going to happen yeah, to you. Yeah, go to, like, Pleasant Lane, or... Give yeah, me... nice, nice road. <laughs> <laughs> give me your purple, peaceably, avenue. So, so that's the highway, man. Yeah. Right, the next one is horse-drawn coach. Ghost... <laughs> Ghostly visions and sounds of a horse-drawn coach are said to haunt Maltman's Hill, though the creepy phenomenon has also been witnessed in other parts of the village. On one occasion, a woman was returning home from babysitting and saw a coach being pulled by horses with bright light coming from the carriage windows. In 1997, Mm. a person driving through Pluckley around 7pm was suddenly overwhelmed by the sound of horses' hooves on cobbles inside their car. Full stop. (laughs) Now, the thing I like about that one is this person who, in 1997, was driving through Pluckley was overwhelmed. Like, what does that mean? Like... (laughs) They just like, like, oh, yeah. What what does that mean? Do they like, need to pull over? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Shit, cobbles. <laughs> and also, like, how the detail of the woman was returning from babysitting. So, like, <laughs> like, why do we need to know that she was babysitting? Like, yeah. So context. Oh, the next one, right? So this is called Gypsy Woman. Mm. Now I'll read you this one first, and I'll tell you something that really made me laugh. <laughs> so uh, the apparition of a gypsy lady. Who used to sell watercress? <laughs> the apparition of a gypsy lady who used to sell watercress she found in the stream has been seen smoking a pipe at Pinnock Bridge. She is said to have haunted the scene since losing her life there after accidentally being burned to death. What? Witnesses describe her as a misty figure who sits on the bridge. Right, so there's a lot to discuss. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on. Okay, so the first thing to say is I actually read. I found this article, like, later on. The first story I read, um, on, like, another, like, 
web page or whatever, yeah. they described this as just a ghost of a woman sat smoking on a bridge. And I, and I just imagined that was someone like like me just yeah. sat smoking on a bridge. <laughs> like, that's the ghost, just like a normal woman, like, smoking a fag. <laughs> then I found this article, and it's saying it's a, a gypsy. Yeah. Lovely, like, lovely racist term there. Yes. But a gypsy lady smoking a pipe on the bridge. Mm-hmm. But then she was accidentally being burned to death. <laughs> so she didn't deliberately get burned to death. She accidentally burned to death. She is said to have haunted the scene since losing her life there after accidentally being burned to death. <laughs> <laughs> Were they burning someone else? Were they trying to burn someone else to death and they just nabbed her? I feel like if you're <laughs> a little bit on fire. Maybe she was trying to burn someone else to death, but then she accidentally like did it to herself. Because then you would accidentally be like, I mean, oh shit. Like, it's so sad because they just didn't have stop, drop and roll. Also, she was selling watercress. She yeah, that's what that was the first place. I'm like, bitch, it's so easy to grow cress. <laughs> Who's buying this? <laughs> well, well, she seems to sit around smoking a pipe and then was trying to burn people to death. So I guess, I don't know, maybe that was like a side hustle thing she had going on. I don't so many questions. <laughs> okay. No more. So the next... The next fun story. Did she get her boot cut, caught in a net? I like, like a weird. Was that a war? <laughs> Maybe she fell in the stream after failing to sell watercress. But then she wouldn't be on fire. Well, and then she like got herself out of the stream and then accidentally burned herself to death. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might like look up people who have accidentally burnt to death because just the logistics is. Mind-boggling. <laughs> um, so the next one is called The Hanging Schoolmaster. <gasps> so a schoolmaster is like a ye olde name for a teacher. Yeah. Um, so on Dickie Buses Lane... I mean, this is this article gives us all these names like we're supposed to know, like they're supposed to mean something to me, but they don't, like, for the record. On Dickie Mus- Buses Lane, a paranormal manifestation of a hanging teacher has been known to appear. The ghost is allegedly that of a schoolmaster who committed suicide by hanging himself (laughs) following the First World War. His dangling corpse was discovered by bus several weeks after he was reported missing. So... I mean, as a teacher, I relate. That's... (laughs) (laughs) He got out! (laughs) Go on, son! He made the supreme sacrifice... (laughs) (laughs) Fuck <laughs> <laughs> your assessment data. I'm out. <laughs> okay, next one is Brickworks Labourer. Mm. An accident at the old Brickworks resulted in a man being killed when a wall of clay crushed him. It said to this day his screams of agony <laughs> shortly before his death can still be heard ringing out in the area. So, I mean, there's a hanging school teacher, there's clay works here. I mean, it's quite a small village. They seem to have lots of different industries going on. There's all sorts going on here. Get your crests, get your Uh, bricks. So, right, and then next I hope he has, like, a really awkward-sounding scream, like, very girly and high pitched. Yeah, and the people the like this isn't scary. It's just really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's um, there's this fake uh, 
So on Saturday Night Live, they, I don't know how to describe him, there's like a guy called Jack Handy and he would write fake inspirational quotes that were really fucking funny. I highly recommend looking up his quotes. And one of them is, um, if trees could scream, would we, would we be so cavalier about cutting them down? Probably, if they did all the time for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that dude at the climate. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Next ghost. <coughs> Next ghost is called Tudor Lady. Um, now I think she's just, as far as I can tell, she's just referred to as the Tudor Lady because mm-hmm. she lives at Rose Court, which like so the Tudors are like the War of the Roses, yeah, and stuff, and it's called Rose Court, so she's therefore known as the Tudor Lady. Cool. I mean, I think these ghost people are grasping at straws. Quite frankly. <laughs> quite frankly. So I'm like, I worked. Um, I was a punch chauffeur in Cambridge. So I like, I had to learn all this, all this stuff for my tour. Like I'd just come to England. I knew nothing about like English history whatsoever. I had to memorize the tour of the cams. Um, but I, and I did it and I did it really well, but I only knew that information for the tour. I think if you put me on a small wobbly boat, I would remember some of it, but like, so I have like passing recognition of all these things like mm. tutors and you know Cromwell to <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Cromwell he hated Christmas um <laughs> yeah he was like no fun that dude oh what a bummer Cromwell um but yeah I have no like deep knowledge and of course in America all you learn about is America and not even very thoroughly anyway carry on <laughs> so this Tudor ghost yes Tudor lady um Right, so Rose Court, which is this house or something. Yeah. Are you saying quartz like this thing? Court. Here? Court. As in okay. like, like gesture. I try you yeah. for murder. We've <laughs> knocked on your book. Is <laughs> where's my wig? Rose Court yes. bears witness to the ghostly image of a woman who killed herself after swallowing a patch, <laughs> a batch of poisonous berries. Mm. The lady, thought to be a mistress of a Daring family member, call back to Lord oh. Daring. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. Can be heard calling for her two dogs between the hours of 4pm and 5pm, the supposed timing of her death. Yeah. <laughs> so, firstly, she killed herself after swallowing a batch of poisonous berries. Yep. I mean, maybe she didn't kill herself. Like, maybe she just ate the berries, like... A fucking idiot. Like, why did she... She just had a... If you're going to do it, like... I don't know. I I shouldn't be encouraging. (laughs) I mean, I'm really pleased for that teacher who managed to... I feel you! Um, But then also... Why is she calling for her dogs? Did she, like, have a a late afternoon snack and then she's like, oh shit, my dogs are out? Well, it says... It's you can hear her calling for her dogs between four and five p.m., which is the supposed timing I need of to know her the death. Names. So like biscuits and snickerdoodle, probably. <laughs> but like, why would you? Also, if I was a ghost and I wanted to haunt people, I don't think I would be calling for my dogs, because that's like the least interesting ghostly. <laughs> it's very mundane. You know, you want to be like, mom, yeah. or or you know, like. My husband! Like, that yeah. would be freaky. You're secretly a failure. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I always knew you'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shit, I forgot my bags in the car again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
that it's the equivalent of like a ghost being like, can you get the dinner on? <laughs> It's like, it's pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just need to sort of ham it up a bit. <laughs> well, you're very camp in life, so I feel like you'd be camp as a ghost. Thank you. Mm. Right, next ghost. The next ghost heading, right? Mm. So these are all the headings that yeah. the news article gave it. Yeah. You'll like this one because it's a hilarious pun. Mmm, love a pun. So the scene of, of this ghost is at a pub. And so the heading is Suspicious Bar Havior. <laughs> I hope they were getting paid the big bucks for that one. Please leave. Okay. <laughs> Wait, the best part is someone woke up and was just like, I've got it! Yeah. <laughs> well, having been, having done work experience on a, on a rag, <laughs> I admire the other work experience person that wrote this piece of shit article that isn't, like, because this is not news. Yeah. I don't even understand why they were reporting on this, because, like, it's all been going on for, like, 250 years. So it's, like... The antithesis of news. You people fucking it is love not a, new. <laughs> a, pub, a pub ghost. <laughs> well, there's, there's, um, oh no, right, there's, this is a pub ghost, but then there's another pub later on with three ghosts. Shit. Do you think they fuck? I hope so. <laughs> Items that have been reported missing at the Pluckley pub, the Black Horse, usually clothing, so it's usually clothing that goes missing, but they clothes? then magically reappear from out of nowhere several days later. That sounds like people just losing their clothes. Exactly. That's the only reason. This is a mystery, like how armadillos got leprosy is a mystery. <laughs> your drunk ass left your shirt over there, exactly. and Steve fucked an armadillo. Well, Done. It's like, wow, my bedroom must have been haunted for like <laughs> ten years. My socks are haunted as fuck. <laughs> Ghosts are taking them and then... Fucking with me and putting them back. <laughs> okay, right. Next ghost is called Gordon Bonnet. <laughs> I don't know what that name is. Noun, noun surnames are the best. Formerly an old hunting lodge, the Daring Arms pub is allegedly haunted by an old lady wearing a bonnet. The apparition is said to be so clear and lifelike, punters have mistaken her for a real customer sitting at a table. <laughs> So, just like, you're just sat in there on a Tuesday evening, if you're me, drinking on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you're like, oh yeah, it's just like, old oh, what's her name, wearing that bonnet. <laughs> Why is she still wearing that bonnet? No one knows. Yeah. Like, just let her get on with it. She's got bad skin, it's fine. Like, yeah, on the fruit machine. So. <laughs> right. Gordon Bonnet. And then... Is that it? She just sits there? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's the whole ghost it. story. She just has a bonnet. Okay. How do what what are people's reactions when they realize she's not Fran in her bonnet and that she's actually a ghost? Do they like? Well, I guess that's when they're like, hand through her, "Oh right? yeah, it's a ghost." I forgot that like our village is almost entirely populated <laughs> by the spirit <laughs> 3% world. Three percent ghost population. <laughs> what, do like people scream and leave, or are they just like? Well, no. I mean, I guess you're not going to drink this then. From the extensive research that I've done on the <laughs> internet, it seems to be. That everyone in Pluckley just accepts that they're surrounded by demons. <laughs> what if she's just like a sad pensioner and she's like, why won't anyone talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, is it the bonnet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should I stop wearing the bonnet? I thought it would really be a conversation starter, but. <laughs> yeah, all these people are actually just real people that, like, just no one wants just, to be friends with. They just with. have <laughs> autism and. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> Talking of, talking of, no, I won't talk about that yet. So, I found myself on something on a website called hauntedrooms.co.uk, oh which is just a whole other 
thing is that like we the, don't have time to talk about. The right Reddit now. of ghosts. Well, it's like, do you want to go and stay somewhere where it's haunted? But it will just like it has all these funny stories on it. Mm. And on there, against Pluckley, there is just this one choice sentence I picked out that I think you're gonna love, mm. and it's reminiscent of that smoking gypsy woman <laughs> <laughs> accidentally Hawking. burning herself to <laughs> Hawking her crest. Okay, so this is just talking about Pluckley in general, and it says, On other occasions, the phantom of an elderly woman can be seen. It is believed that she accidentally set herself on fire while she was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds like, maybe she was sister of that gypsy lady. <laughs> Terrible luck for setting themselves on fire accidentally. And then the grand finale of my story of Pluckley is that Pluckley's. I then... At one point, as you, you mentioned a wiki wormhole earlier, at one point I found myself on the Pluckley Village website. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Which is just full of gems. Um, uh, I can tell you, upcoming events in Pluckley involve dog training, Zumba, Pilates and yoga, all at Pluckley Village Hall. Fortunately, Pluckley Village Hall doesn't seem to be haunted. It's <laughs> the only place that's not haunted in Pluckley. Like, seriously? <laughs> so that's where they all go for dog training and Zumba and Pilates and yoga. Um, Everyone in yoga's wearing a bonnet! What I was really excited to see, and if we were really cool, we would go to this. Yeah. Um, but uh, coming very soon, I don't want to say the date because it will just date this massively, yeah. is something called the Pluckley Bash. Which Ooh. is like a huge village party and it's just called the Pluckley Bash. And everyone's very excited about it. It's like an all-day event. And it's on a weekday, so... Like, <laughs> I think they all just like like rebel and like don't go to work. Because they're like, I'm going to the Pluckley Bash. Fuck you, man. Also, I just love that. I mean, like, because I think... Is that weird English slang? slang? What? A bash for a party. No, no, we say bash. You say bash, yeah. 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 So I just love like the idea of being like, just going to the... The Pluckley Bash. <laughs> you have some mead, fuck a ghost. I yeah, don't know. yeah, exactly. Crazy. Yeah. What was the one with the three ghosts? Was that it? There was just three ghosts in a pub. <laughs> oh no, there's one where there's another pub. I mean, there's there's quite a lot of pubs in this tiny village. Yeah. Or another pub it's where England. there's three ghosts, and one of them is a young woman who's going around crying. The other one, the other ghost, is a cavalier, mm-hmm. which I think is an old. Soldier, soldier probably yeah. from the civil war yeah and then the other one is an old man who just sits by the fire and i like, won't talk to you i mean Again. i assume none of these ghosts will talk to you because they're ghosts yeah so they can't interact with you mm. but yeah so who knows how many ghosts will be at the pluckley bash i think it's going to be about 10 percent ghosts <laughs> <laughs> based on facebook rsvps yeah so that <laughs> can is, we go to pluckley is the story of pluckley how far is it from here uh Probably a couple of hours. I mean, Kent's like not that far. Alright. Um, What's that thing in Kent? Isn't there a thing in Kent at some point? Oh, the women's thing is in Kent. The women's convention yeah. is in Kent. Yeah. Probably, I don't know like if it's near Ashford. Because basically, this village, yeah. I think, is just outside of Ashford. Um. So, if we get to Ashford, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump to Pluckley. So, we're knee deep in ghosts. <laughs> and also, if we go there. In the summer, which yeah. is when the women's convention is, obviously, yeah. there won't be all those police there because they only took go for Halloween. So we can just go and like there won't be any police to stop us to <laughs> <laughs> do what we want. Fucking with that bonnet lady. <laughs> yes. And we've got to go to that bridge and like sell watercress. <laughs> P. 
pick that game back up. <laughs> oh, that's where the money is. <laughs> Me watercress barons. So yeah, so Thank you. that's the haunted village of Pluck. That was amazing. And you're right. I'm. I've dropped the ball yet again on Chris the CIA. Guys. <laughs> well, there's something Emails. to start off with next week because I started off with my armadillo follow up. The so. thing is, is the feedback from our one fan. <laughs> Your dad. He loved the armadillo, yeah. but he was like, just wasn't interested in my story at all. <laughs> So, I feel a bit like, um... Does he like you, your dad? Not really, no. Okay, well, there I, you go. I, <laughs> wrong audience. <laughs> I know, I should have seen it coming, really. Um, so, Chris, the CIA guy, you know, was kind of, like, not in the forefront of my mind mm, since I got that crushing criticism. <laughs> Nancy, I don't like you very much. Stop making me listen to your voice. <laughs> no, just fast forward for 20 minutes. <laughs> just keep pressing... But no, get 15. I will. I will. I'll give the public Good. what they want. Well, we this... just said the public don't want them. <laughs> I do. Okay. And I am your comedy partner, so. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, man. Later. It's been a blast. It has. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>